Many veterinary professionals are familiar with class 4 laser therapy, but this week we want to talk about taking laser therapy into the home setting. We've got a special guest that you're going to want to hear about the latest and the greatest in home care for pets this week on The Veterinary Viewfinder. Welcome back to The Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And a tough topic can be compliance, adherence to our recommendations for therapeutic interventions. And one of the therapeutic interventions that we've talked about a lot over the past several years, and I'm personally a huge fan of, is laser therapy. And this week, we're going to talk about taking some aspects of treatment out of the clinic and into the pet parent's home. But before we get into that exciting conversation, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward. And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Moster. And Becky, this is a conversation that you and I have been really eager to bring to the Viewfinder family because this is something that you have personal experience with. So tell, give us a little insight into what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, I'm really excited. You guys know I have more than once talked about how much I'm in love with laser therapy in general and how MedcoVet sent me a a laser therapy unit, the Luma from home, and I've been able to use it on busted knees, sore backs, and my sweet three-legged girl who's not with us anymore. Um, and so it's just a, po- a product I've been really passionate about. And then I got to um, meet with our guest today. So Alone Landa has joined us, and he's a historically a product manager, but is is overseeing this project with MedcoVet and this laser. And um, I got an opportunity to meet with him, talk with him, and I was just just really excited to bring him into the conversation today. So I am really excited to introduce you guys. Alone, tell us a little bit more about you, your background, and how you ended up with MedCovet. So so thanks very much for that beautiful introduction. So a little bit about me is I'm an engineer by degree. I spent about 10 years building satellites before I got into the animal health space. I built uh, satellites like GPS and the Hubble Space Telescope and it was really like a 180 degree turn to end up in animal health, but it's probably <laughs> wow. the most serendipitous landing that I've ever had. What? What? How did you get from outer space to pet therapy? So it has been uh, the the path of a journeyman. It has been probably one of the most confusing and rewarding paths I've ever been on. <laughs> so I was building satellites for a living and I kind of looked around and I said, well, the people that are around me, if I continue this for 20 years, I'm going to be the guy with the pocket protector. And it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel like what I wanted to do. And what I realized is in talking to our customers, the piece that I really liked is really helping them understand what products that we built. So what I decided to do is instead of focusing on on engineering, I decided to go to business school. And there I kind of learned that really the challenge is not just the product itself, it's getting a product to market and finding a product that actually customers want. And before MedcoVet, I was working on a product that was actually pretty cool. It was measuring blood sugar without pricking your finger, a non-invasive glucometer. Right, right. It was an awesome product. Um, while I was doing that, a scientist approached me with a device that he said uses light to heal, which I now know is a laser therapy device. And initially, I was incredibly skeptical that light could actually heal, but I did some research, and I realized there was a ton of research on the topic. Um, 
at the time, he wanted to offer it to humans and to, to offer it to cure non-healing wounds in, in human patients. Um, we talked to some wound care doctors. Uh, they like the technology, but wound care doctors have a million devices already in their bag. And so as a product manager, which is what Becky was saying in the, in the beginning, we were starting to look for a, a group of people that might be interested in this technology. And we called uh, sports medicine, we called dentists, we called military, we called veterinarians. And the people that called us back were veterinarians. Ah. It turns out that veterinarians already know about laser therapy. Right, sure, sure. But as Becky was saying, uh, they're familiar, and actually you were saying as well, they're familiar with clinical laser therapy. Right. And then we started to investigate whether there's an opportunity to create, like you said, a clinic to pet owner to, to uh, pet bond where the pet owner is treating at home rather than the clinic doing it. And one thing led to another, and that's where we landed. Wow. And I love these stories, Becky, because, you know, we bring people from all over the universe, <laughs> strictly speaking, and, and they show us that, hey, you know, we wind up taking paths in life that you just never could have anticipated. So if you're out there today and you're just not exactly happy in your current state, state of affairs alone here <laughs> went from building satellites to making uh, to selling Medco Luma uh, laser therapy. Well, Alan, let's get back to this uh, issue of, of clinic versus in home. And one of the things that I've struggled with in my clinical practice over the years, and I was one of the earliest adopters, certainly in the state of North Carolina for class four laser therapies, but adherence, right? I mean, that's where we lose them because it's kind of a hassle many times to keep bringing your dog or, or your cat back in regularly for these treatments. And so I like the fact that we could potentially transfer some of this off-site. Is that kind of what drove, you know, Luma to, to say, look, we think there's an opportunity here? It's just this fact that people aren't always adhering to the complete interventional schedule? So, Ernie, that's exactly what it is. When we talked to the veterinarians, they said, we love this technology. But what happens is we typically sell the pet owner a six-pack of treatments, and they only use two, one, right, maybe two. Right. Right, because it's right. just too hard to get the pet owner to come in. And think about a pet who's in pain and who's not thrilled to come into the clinic as often as, the you know, the, the idea of traveling to the vet isn't that great. So you have a pet that's in pain that you have to schlep into the clinic for a 15-minute treatment. And as a result, a lot of clinical laser therapy was kind of just sitting on the shelf, you know, or at least wasn't reaching its full potential. So our thought is if we can move it into the home, then... We get better compliance, and we also free up the clinic to do other things. Yeah, exactly. Well, real quickly here, you know, again, uh, you know, I've done tons of lectures for K-Laser back in the day, but I still think alone there's a gap in understanding by veterinary professionals. So for those that aren't as familiar with photobiomodulation or light therapy, kind of can you give us uh, the, the elevator pitch version of how this works? How does light aid in healing and anti-inflammatory process? So yeah, let me give a good explanation of laser therapy. Let's start with like regular inflammation. For inflammation, inflammation is a good thing. If you think about getting a cut on your foot, inflammation is what helps bring everything there, heal the cut, and acute inflammation is a good part of the body. The challenge right. is with chronic inflammation. Right, right. With chronic inflammation, two things happen that kind of get stuck. First, when you have chronic inflammation, the body's processes stop creating ATP or create less ATP, 
which is the energy that fuels all the activity in the cells. And the second thing, with chronic inflammation, the body starts sending signals to send more inflammation. And inflammation just continues. So the idea behind laser therapy is it reverses those two things. It actually restarts the process of creating ATP, and it resignals the body to stop inflammation. And it just kicks the body back into its natural processes. Excellent. I think it's, you know, I I mean, the science behind it is fascinating, right? And it's one of those things I love working with animals in alternate forms of medicine like this because there's no placebo effect, right? There's no, in fact, my dogs are like, what are you doing? You're pointing this weird (laughs) thing at me. There's no instinct for them to assume they're going to feel better because of this thing that I'm doing to them, right? And yet I see improvement. And I think the importance of this is, is so, uh, you know, alone brought it up already is the compliance isn't there because we just don't have time in our lives. It's it's just really difficult to load up your animal, get them to the veterinarian. Very, you know, the majority of pet owners, I think, say my pet hates the vet. They hate going. You know, you've got your atypical Goldens who love going everywhere and they're, you (laughs) know, perfectly happy. (laughs) Yeah, right. No matter what. But the human animal bond is affected, I think, in a somewhat negative way every time they, we take our pets to the veterinarian. In fact, um, just to tell a story about me, the other day I had to follow my husband, uh, to the, like the Harley dealership to pick him up where he's dropping off his bike. And I, my pit bull, as you guys know, is super bad. Like I, you know, we have to lock down everything in the house when we're not here. She tears, she's just bad. She's a bad pit bull. (laughs) And so I decided to bring her with me because it was easier than like, like locking down the house for this quick errand. And when I put her in the vet, she was like shaking and panting. And when my, picked my husband up. He said, you know, he was like, Hey, La, why are you so nervous? And I said, you know what? I think the last couple of times she's been in the car, she's gone to the vet to deal with her knees. And so it's either been surgery or a follow-up x-ray. Um, and even as a veterinary professional, my instantaneous thought was my, just my knee-jerk reaction. She's nervous in the car because she thinks she's going to the vet. Right. And that's just me, let alone your average individual. And so when we can take away all of the emotional strain that goes with getting our animal into the veterinarian, plus then you've got these dogs that act a fool and that's stressful. (laughs) And frankly, like with my dog's knees, it didn't do her any good to get in and out of the truck with bad knees as it was, right? So all of those things together as I monologue at you made me so relieved to have something that I felt was working, something that I felt I could do at home And something that gave me a tool to increase human animal bond, to increase compliance, to increase satisfaction. So like, like, like I know that that's a lot, but um, like the scientific part of it is the, the, like, no, duh, this is why we do it. But there's this whole emotional side of it that I experienced as a pet owner going through this year of knees in my house. And I, I just felt so, relieved to feel like I had something that I could do and something that I knew was science-based but safe to do at home. So like I I know that that's a lot, but I think as a technician, that's a conversation I'm having with owners, right? Dr. Ernie's the vet. He's going to come in. He's going to tell you about photomodulation. You're going to blink hard at him. And then you're going to look at me as a technician (laughs) and say, what did he just say? What does that mean? And I'm going to say, you are going to be able to make your dog feel better at home and you're not going to have to deal with the rigmaroccus of coming here. 
I, I don't know what you're supposed to say to follow up to that, but that's my experience <laughs> with that. And and so alone, the idea with this product is it it comes from the veterinarian and goes into the client's house, right? Like, what is this, the streamlined process here? Are people calling you? Are they going to their vet? And how do we incorporate this so that a client every client can have the experience I feel like I had? Yeah, and Alon, how does how do, has everybody win, right? How does the vet clinic win from a revenue standpoint, and the pet parent and the pet? So yeah, I, I love Becky. And I got to tell you, I appreciate so much you bringing that emotional context in because you're absolutely right. People feel powerless when it comes to pain and pets, and this gives them something to do. But Alan, Alon, yeah. how does this work for the whole for the whole ecosystem? Sure. So so let me walk through how it helps the pet owner, the pet, and the clinic. And let me just give it like an example and just walk everything through. So imagine you have a senior dog coming into the clinic and the, the, the clinician decides that, hey, this clinic, this, this pet owner would benefit uh, from laser therapy. Um, so what the clinic would do is they would create a case and the clinic is responsible for the medicine. The clinic knows the doc, the dog, the clinic knows everything that the dog is going through. And so the clinic is responsible for creating the protocol. Everything else is MedCovet. Once the clinic creates the case, MedcoVet ships the device directly to the pet owner's house. The pet owner gets an app so they can see the protocol, so they know where to treat. They know how to use the device. MedcoVet supports everything, billing, maintenance, problems. And uh, when the pet owner is done, they send the device back to MedcoVet. So it's meant to be a very, very, very simple process for the clinic. And at the end of the day, MedcoVet revenue shares with the clinic uh, for the rental fee that the clinic sets. So if you if you think about it, what the clinic is doing is the clinic is prescribing Luma kind of like a medicine and revenue sharing the rental fee. And all they're responsible for is the 15 minutes a week across all their cases to make sure that all their pet owners and, and pets are doing fine. So alone, also, I mean... We've seen a proliferation of these devices on the internet, right? So over the past few years, I've seen a bunch of these things land in my inbox. How does the Luma laser device differ from some of those kind of what I would want to call knockoffs or maybe they are or aren't? Can you comment on like these things that this sort of, you know, this explosion in devices you can buy off Amazon or whatever? So I'll make your listeners a deal. Any device that they find on the internet that they want me to compare to MedcoVet, I'm happy, or to the Luma, I'm happy to do. They can just send me an email at ALON at MedcoVet.com and I can give them a side-by-side comparison. But I think the two big differences between MedcoVet and some of the devices that you can see on Amazon or eBay are one, we have on our device a patented comb. And the idea with the comb is about 80% of the light is lost in the fur. And so what our optical comb does is actually get through the fur into the target tissue. And so with this technology, much, much more light is reaching the target tissue, which means much shorter treatment times. The second big difference between MedcoVet and the devices that you buy on eBay is we partner with clinics, meaning there is an expert who is Uh, creating the protocol and understanding what is going on with your dog. If you go on Amazon right now, they'll just say, okay, so shine it on your dog anywhere from five to 15 minutes, kind of rub it around. Um, That's not medicine. That's not science-based, as Becky was saying. If you want optimal protocol and you want your dog to heal, 
you probably want an expert supporting you as you treat your pet. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think viewfinders, that's a really important, you know, point to to make to your clients is the fact that they are searching for these devices online. They're being, you know, really inundated and overwhelmed by confusing marketing claims. And at the end of the day, we've got to rely on evidence, science, and and we need to be in control of, of some of this. Okay. So, so alone, we're now talking about, you know, what does it look like in the home environment? Like just walk us through uh, how, how does the pet parent use it? Like daily, twice daily, weekly, you know, what does it look like for a common like OA case? So for OA, it's a great one. And I, and I want to point out a few things here. So I'll, I'll give you a standard OA case, and then I'll tell you why this connection between the clinic and the pet owner is so powerful. So for a typical OA case, you'll probably start treating daily. So let's take OA of like the stifle. So you'll probably treat in three different spots for about a minute to a minute and a half per spot. And you'll start doing that daily for about one to two weeks. Now, with MedcoVet, the the clinic can check in and you can provide a status. You can say how the pet is doing. Great. Now, let's say the pet is progressing well. You can up the dosage. You can reduce the dosage, depending on how you think, depending on all the other things that are going on with the case. Now, about a month in, you kind of want to see if you can start tapering off treatment. You may decrease the number of times per week. Maybe you go to every other day. You may uh, decrease the number of spots. You may decrease the time per, per spot. And the idea is the beauty of MedcoVet, because you're treating regularly and because there's a connection between the clinic and the pet owner, you can start tailoring treatment to really achieve best outcomes for the patient. So you can start playing with these different variables and seeing what works best, what's convenient for the pet owner, what's having optimal healing for the pet. And that's how everything comes together. Wow. And I love this. And again, viewfinders, just to reiterate, like there's no upfront cost for the clinic. I mean, literally you just prescribe it to the patient. They ship it. The pet parent pays like a weekly type of rental fee or whatever that Ellen was talking about. And that's it. So I love the fact that you've really made it easy for me as a clinician or as as a practitioner to actually, you know, do this. So, yeah, one thing I wanted to add, Ernie, is not only do you not pay anything initially, but the clinic never pays anything ever. This is meant to be a partnership model where we're partnering with you to offer this therapy to your patients. I think the other thing about it and alone, I don't know, it was the way it was explained to me. And so I want to make sure I have it right. And um, but as your clients fall in love with this product and feel like they're doing good by using this with their pet when we can kind of look at this product a couple different ways so it's so that acute injury right but then like dr ernie was talking about oa that's not going to go away it's not going to um you know i mean obviously we can slow the progression but it's going to progress so clients can rent this short term or they can actually i want to say like purchase it or decide as they have it, right? So it was, I understood that what they put toward their rental fee actually goes to the purchase price. Is that right? So that's exactly right. We oh, want to wow. make it so that you can try it, rent it for as long as you need. And if you have a scenario where you have a, a dog that's going to need it for, for years, or you have multiple dogs and you decide that you want to buy it, uh, your rental fee applies to your purchase price. And both the rental fee and purchase price are set by the clinic because they know their clientele best. 
so I know that that I, and I don't want to sound like <laughs> super salesy, but I guess it's just coming from personal experience that the, you know, and I hate to say this, but like Dr. Annie, you know, we get people call us and say, Hey, I have this amazing, cool thing. You're going to love it. You're going to check it out. You know, we're going to send it to you. Can't wait to hear what you think. And it's not always everything it's cracked up to be, right? Like, right. and you don't want to say mean things, but you, you want to kind of say, well, like this, it was cool. Thanks for letting me try it. This thing, I got this in my hand and I was like, oh baby, this thing is amazing. I was like in love day one. And so I wanted Thank to mention you. that because clients who are skeptical and then fall in love, it's not like you take this thing away from them and then they feel like, okay, now I got to figure this out and find it out. It's it's something you can say to them, like it's a, you know, no risk, take it home, see what you think. And then if you want your very own, we can make sure you have it. And I think that's really important. I think especially in a time where our clients think that we're just out to get all of their money, right? And that like bringing them back into the clinic and doing this laser thing, it's going to be more money for the clinic and they're robbing me. And, and when we have have a f- these tiny little opportunities to connect with our clients and say, like, this is not about money. This is about making your pet feel better. Um, that's truly, w- f- from me, f- from my experience, was what was really empowering and that I want our listeners to be able to share with their their clients. So, Becky, I'll actually add something really quick. Um, it actually creates an opportunity to extend the clinic into the home. Exactly. So the yeah. idea is what happens to the clinic pet bond when the cl- when the pet is at home. This really gives a chance for the clinic to check in with the pet and if needed, bring in the pet for a recheck or if everything is okay to celebrate. Um, it kind of takes the clinic and makes it really easy to extend the clinic's value into the home. And the pet owners really feel that. So I guess... Um... Just just why we've still got time. I have already kind of said in my house, it was all about the knees. I did use it on. Um, so my three legged girl, she was missing her front leg and she had a lot of neck pain um, from all the work that her neck did in compensating for that leg. And so we would use it for her there. Um, and we've used it on, um, a little bit on backs on my little long bodied dogs. So tell us a little bit about in your experience and the company's experience, what are the best things for this type of laser therapy? Where do we want to avoid it? Cause I know there are times laser therapy is not the answer and is actually contraindicated. So it's a great question. And to, to give you some idea how challenging it is to answer, there's been over 7,000 papers and and research studies on the topic. So it's really hard to distill it down to something that you can say, ah, here are the things that you can use. But last year, there was a team of veterinarians who partnered with the World Association of Laser Therapy, and they actually did it. They actually came up with guidelines for like the three or four most common treated things with laser therapy. And uh, not surprisingly, it's OADJD, of all kinds of parts of the body, uh, wounds, which are both non-healing and surgical wounds, and IVDD, which are the three biggest um, conditions that are treated. And the idea there is they took all that research and these veterinarians took their personal experience of treating and practice, and they came up with a set of guidelines that they think will have an 80% chance or more uh, success rate. And if you want a copy of those guidelines, you can just reach out to me and I'll, and I'll share it with you. 
Wow, I love that. So, Alone, any final little bits of advice or recommendations or any tips and tricks that you've picked up over the past several years dealing with MedcoVet's Luma that maybe the viewfinders would want to hear and it might just give them a little more confidence in recommending this product? So, I think the biggest thing that I've seen in working with clinics is that clinics are so busy it's really hard for them to make change. I've talked to so many clinics who, who are as excited as Becky is, where she's like, this is amazing. I love the product. It's so great. And then the challenge that we're seeing is that they're really struggling to carve out some time to actually bring this aboard. The ones that do are amazingly successful. So the pitch that I can have for clinics who are considering it or pet owners who want it is give us just a little bit of time. And I guarantee in a short amount of time, we can make your clinic successful and also the pet owners that use your device successful. Yeah, I love that. I, and, and it's so true. Um, again, I know I sound like a walking commercial for you guys. <laughs> I tell everyone I, I possibly do. can. I do. I, I, <laughs> I don't shut up about this thing. And it is super off label, but I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, there have been some human knees done in this house. Uh, I can do some. I don't um, know what you're talking about. I know you don't, and uh, it's that's not fine. That. You not know, I was just either. I was just holding it. And I didn't realize it was on, and it was against exactly. my knee. I didn't know it was, it was wild, and um, <laughs> much like penicillin, there I was discovering. Um, exactly. It is really, really, really cool, and and I appreciate you taking the time so that I wasn't just sort of like screaming into the echo chamber that is myself about this product and, and giving us an opportunity to talk to folks out there because um, the human-animal bond is more important than ever. I think that um, properly using our time in the clinic is more important than ever. And giving this, I, I keep saying this, we have a more knowledgeable and empowered generation of pet owners than we have ever had before. They want hands-on. They want alternative tools. They want to be a part of healing. And the more opportunity we give them that, I think the more they trust us, the more we can do better medicine with clients like that. And I truly, truly believe that the Luma is that. And so just thank you so much for giving me the time to talk to you and to talk about this because I really do believe in it and my pit bull, my terrible little pit bull and her little knees greatly appreciate it. That's right. Alone Landa from MedcoVet and Viewfinders, if you're listening today, if you will go to MedcoVet.com, you can actually request a Luma to try at your own clinic. So if you want to get the same kind of enthusiasm that Becky has, then definitely I encourage you to try it out. MedcoVet.com will have links down in the show notes today. Again, Alone Landa from MedcoVet, thank you so much for sharing this exciting technology with our, our listeners. Thanks to both of you for having me. This was a blast. Guys, well, what do you think about in-home pet parent-directed laser treatment? Do you think this has a place in your practice? If so, how can you kind of make this work? Because we want to get your tips and tricks because we know that this can help a lot of clinics out there. Becky, how can they share their best ideas with us? I want to see videos of you and your pet <laughs> trying out this Medco Vet so that I'm not the only one out there um, simply in love with it. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Veterinary Viewfinder, and you can send us emails at veterinaryviewfinder at gmail.com. That's right, guys. Thanks again to Medco Vet for all that they're doing to help vets and pets. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.